All right. Hey, guys. Shane Winnings here. Welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus. This is episode 45, and it's called People Pleasing. I don't know why I'm talking about this today, but it just came to me. Because I know some friends from my past who struggled with this, and uh, it was a really hard thing for them. And uh, I just visited some old friends uh, from uh, years ago. And I think just being back in my old town reminded me of just old stuff. And this came to my mind. So hopefully it helps someone. Um, We're going to talk about people pleasing and how not to do it and why it can be damaging. So I want to thank you for listening so much. And of course, I want to invite you to partner with us. Help us keep this thing going. I do this full time and I'm only supported by donors. So if you want to partner with us, just ask God. God, do you want me to give to this ministry and how much do you want me to give? I am writing a a school right now. We're going to have a two and a four week discipleship program, but then we're going to have a nine or a 12 week uh, school, like a kingdom school. Very excited. It will be in person. Um, All of that stuff is TBD, but I'm writing it. I'm super pumped. It's going to be under my uh, new organization that I'm a that I started called Overcomers. So very, very excited. But help us help us to do all this. We have so many ideas, so many things alongside traveling and speaking. I have a few engagements. I think I have six left for the rest of the year. Going to DC, going to New York, going to Oklahoma, going to Atlanta, California. Um, maybe one more. But so excited. So help us keep going. Partner with us at any of the links in the description of this podcast or at my website, shanewinnings.com. And follow us. Follow us on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening. Hit the follow button, hit the bell, turn on notifications. Make sure you get an update when I post a new episode like this one. So here's a verse that literally talks about people-pleasing. Galatians 1.10, this is Paul. He says, For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Now, obviously, Paul is talking about something much more important here than just people pleasing like, you know, you can't say no to someone. He's talking about a life lived for God. A life lived as a bondservant of Christ. Where he's willfully submitted his life to pleasing the Lord and not men. Because in reality, if a li- if your life is lived to please God, you will end up pleasing men. Not all. People will have you misunderstood. They, will, they won't like you. I mean, you know, whatever. Jesus was the most perfect man who ever lived, and there were a lot of people who hated him, and then they killed him. So we don't live for the applause of men, the approval of men. And this is what Paul is saying. Do, am I seeking to please men? No, I'm not. But there's a principle in here that I want to pull out that we need to apply. People pleasing in life is a dangerous thing. It's going to keep you saying yes. And I want to teach you something. And then I want to get into a spiritual component of this that we might not even think about. So we often forget that saying no to something means that we are protecting a yes we already gave. Right? The the thing with people pleasing is like you don't want to let someone down. You don't want to Oh, excuse me. 
you don't want to be seen as like someone who's unreliable or not committed to the team, you know, or someone who is not down with the mission or whatever it is. And I've heard all of those things over my last 13 years in every job, every organization I've ever been in. And the thing with that is it's not always true. People who say no are not always not down with the mission or not down with the the team or not willing to whatever. That's not what that's about. In fact, saying no is often a harder thing to do. You know, I think that sometimes we think if someone says no, like that's the easy thing for them. They're just like, no, I don't want to do it. But I know for a lot of high caliber people, people that are running at a high pace that are just, they're used to doing everything in excellence. It's very hard for them sometimes when they are very relational as well for them to say no. Very hard. Very hard when relation is a big part of their, what am I trying to say? Personality. Now, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm not a relational person. I, I am. I, I I love talking to people. I mean, you've seen the videos, I'm sure. I'm out on the streets. I'm, I love praying for people everywhere I go. I, I, you know, I love people. But I am able to kind of switch when it's like go time, work mode, whatever, versus relational. And what I mean by that is like I can, I have the ability to do a job and not let emotions get in the way. And I learned that in the army. I learned that as a cop. It's a very effective thing. If you haven't figured out how to do that, I would totally, you know, pray and ask God to help you, but start to study and practice on how to like set your emotions aside to be able to do something you need to do. Like for instance, when I was a cop and I would go and some kid was getting abused and I need to like interview parents or I need to, you know, arrest someone or whatever. I, I can't be over there like bawling my eyes out. I have to be focused on what I'm doing. I can process all my feelings later. But when it, when it comes to people who might not have as much experience in that lane or they haven't rightly figured out how to divide like emotions from, you know, work or whatever, or when um, relations and and actually it kind of can flow into image, which is a bit of pride. When that takes a priority, it's going to be very hard to say no because all of those reasons I gave earlier. You're not a team member. You're not willing to throw down. You're not committed. You're not whatever. Reliable. You know, the list goes on. It's easy for me to avoid that and not have a problem saying no but this is why, and I heard this like six years ago, and it really helped me give language to how I'm feeling. Here's an example. Tonight, let's say tonight, I'm going to spend time with my wife. Well, someone asks me to do X, Y, or Z. Now, I feel fear to say no because of how I'll look. Again, that is pride. Wow. I'm yawning like a hundred times. I don't understand what's going on. And I don't really edit, so like all this is going to be in here. But this is just raw. Like if we were sitting having a conversation, you know, I'd be yawning. I wouldn't be able to edit that out, obviously. But I just felt like saying that. So anyways, let's get back to this. Come on, Shane, get on track. So I might feel fear to say no because of how I'll look. And that really, there, there's, there's a bit of pride in that. It's not malicious, 
But it is pride, and it's not a good thing. We, we don't want to live from that place because it binds us. We're trying to preserve our image, and so we'll do things we don't want to do. I mean, that's what people-pleasing is. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to ruin a relationship. I don't want to whatever. And we'll get into that. But if saying no can ruin a relationship, then you don't have a real relationship. You've got like a work contract. But anyway, say I feel fear to say no because I'll look undependable. I'll look uncommitted, whatever. So I say yes and I break my plans with my wife. Well, that's not good. Here's Here's a better example. Same thing. Plans with my wife tonight. I'm asked to do X, Y, or Z. I say no. And it's because I've already given my yes. So I'm actually protecting my yes that I've already given. I, I, I'm taking this role of, as a, like a guardian. I've already committed my yes to my wife. And my no is the guardian in me coming out and saying, Hey, I, 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 would, I wish I could help. I wish I could you know, do multiple things at once. But tonight, I'm not going to be able to do that because I already committed my time and my yes to my wife. So no. Listen, there's no fear. There's no condemnation because I'm not accountable to anyone else for my life except God. Oftentimes with people pleasing, we get worried about fear. We get worried about condemnation, about shame, about guilt, about slander, about whatever. And that should be so revealing of the people that we're working with. Like if you're saying no, if you're afraid of saying no because you're going to feel all these things, then what kind of spirit is that person operating under? Like if I, when I was in the army, like say I had a boss and I knew if I say no, he's going to slander me. He's going to make jokes about me. He's going to make me look stupid. He's not going to call on me next time because he's going to think I'm unreliable. Like, it's just unreasonable. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, you have a date with your wife. Like, I totally get it. Listen, I know what, you know, I'll ask someone else. No, it's going to be like a big thing. And it's going to be like, oh, there's Shane. You know, he can't he can't commit. He's going to hang out with his wife and he's going to make jokes about me. Like, what kind of spirit is my boss operating under? That tells you everything you need to know. And I'm going to be afraid of that person? I'm going to be condemned by them? No. I'm not accountable to them. I might be under their authority for a time, but I'm not accountable to them for my life. I'm accountable to God. God is my Lord. God is my master and my savior. So I want to ask you this, and this needs to be at the forefront of your mind when you are dealing with people-pleasing. Am I honoring God with my decisions and with my life? Here's a few questions to ask yourself. Do I understand that there is no condemnation in Christ? Anyone who is condemning is not listening to Christ. Anyone who is condemning is not following the voice or the spirit of the Lord. They're not acting like Jesus because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And John 3.17 Christ did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Anyone who makes you feel condemned for not doing what they want is operating under a spirit of manipulation, which is a form of witchcraft. It's that simple. If someone's upset because you won't do something they want you to do, and they make you feel condemned about it, or try to guilt trip you, or try to whatever, that's manipulation. That should raise like a hundred red flags. 
That's a form of witchcraft. So listen, while there are practicals to stop people pleasing, like recognizing you have a yes and a no and, you know, using those appropriately, there are spiritual components to it. Witchcraft is a big one. Don't get sucked into it. Witchcraft utilizes manipulation through fear or shame or guilt or even leverage. Dude, God will never use leverage to get you to do something. So don't buy it when people do it to you. Can you imagine God like flexing on you to try to get you to do something? Like flexing his position or flexing, you know, like, hey, well, you remember a year ago, I did this for you, so it's time that you pay up and even out. It's God doesn't do that. Like, what parents don't do that? Good parents. You don't leverage your kid. You love your kid. So don't buy it when people do it to you. When they try to put pressure on you to do something. That's not right. Now, don't get this confused with like someone has authority over you and there's something that you are required to do and like you're not doing it and they're having to enforce that. That's different. I'm talking about people tapping you for other things, hitting you up after hours or piling on more work or whatever. And they're using these tactics of shame, guilt, fear, condemnation, or leverage. You know, hey, you know, I I thought I thought we had this agreement. You know, I'm going to do this for you if you do that. It's like that kind of stuff is super unhealthy. God doesn't do that. So don't buy it when people do it as well. These things are going to equip you to stop being a people pleaser. They're, these are just a few things, but this is enough to work on. When you see manipulation, when you feel fear, or you feel like you're going to be slandered, or you feel like that shame, guilt, condemnation thing coming on you, you can recognize, oh my gosh, this is not the Lord. I am not giving into this spirit of manipulation, this witchcraft. I will not give in. It doesn't matter who it is. Anyone can operate under a spirit of manipulation or witchcraft. Anyone. You can submit yourself and yield to any spirit, even unknowingly. Like you, like when I say unknowingly, you can know what you're doing, but you might not know that it's witchcraft. Like you're not going to wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to operate under a spirit of witchcraft today. But if you're in a place of pride, then pride can open a door for you to put pressure on someone or make them do something out of fear or shame or guilt, or you might try to leverage something on someone and you will unknowingly be operating in witchcraft. Don't do that. Don't be one of those people and don't get caught up in that. You don't have to. You can say no. Why? Because you're accountable to God for your life. Some people are people pleasers because they feel like they cannot say no. Like they feel like they've... Like the thought of saying no is not a thing because of intimidation. Like there's a, there's like no I you know I just have to I just have to submit I have to say yes I have to honor. Intimidation is never God. God will never intimidate you to do what He asks. He will never intimidate you to follow Him. There's things that God commands. And there is walking in a reverence and a fear of the Lord, but God will never intimidate 
Make sure you don't get those mixed up. Here's another thing. Don't get caught living under the influence of someone else. We're called to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. If you're not careful, you could get stuck living under the influence of someone else, and that could last for a long time. I've known people um, from 10 years ago that were caught in this cycle for like one to three years where they were constantly, they they were already struggling with people pleasing, but then they had someone who was really taking advantage of that, using all of these tactics to constantly get them to just work and work and work and do and do and do, not respecting them at all. And because these people did not have this knowledge, this revelation, not from me, this is, this is from the Bible, but even just this, this knowing of like, hey, I can say no. You know, it's not going to be an in, the end of the world. Like, I'm allowed to say no to something, and it actually doesn't matter if all of a sudden you start slandering me. That just shows me I don't even want to work for you in the first place. If one no, or if me backing out of something can get you to make a joke at my expense... Well, that tells me everything I need to know about you. And if that person claims to be a Christian, then that's a whole other conversation. Because no Christian should ever be doing these things to someone else. And I'm telling you, the reason that I want to talk about this is because in this time, in this day and age, you have to be on your guard. You, if you have to, if you're a people pleaser, and you are thinking of your own image. That's what, it's all pride, guys. It roots back to pride. And if pride is on your mind and your image is on your mind, then I'm telling you, you are not going to stand for truth when push comes to shove. You're going to fold because you want to people please. And maybe you can reflect on your own self and your own life. In the last few years, the pressures of the culture have caused you to keep your mouth shut. Or have even caused you to say things that you don't even mean. Listen, this is the time for you to come out and say what's true. Say what you mean. Don't give in. Don't keep your mouth shut. Don't say what anyone wants you to say. You say what you feel accountable before God to say because I'm telling you that one day you're going to stand before God and you're going to give an account for your life and for your words. Let those be words And let it be a life that is worth standing before God and saying, Lord, I ran for you. I burned for you. I had so many chances to cave, and I didn't. I stood on truth only by your grace and by your mercy and by the power of your spirit living within me. I didn't cave to my flesh. I didn't give in to pride. Come on, that is not a self-righteous thing to say. These are fruits of the Spirit. God wants us to live this way. So take this time right now to just repent. If that's you, if you if you feel like, man, I have been a people pleaser, ask God, help you. Say, God, just help me. I don't want to people please anymore. Help me to be able to have the strength to say no and help me to lay down my pride and my image so that I can do everything you've called me to do and I can protect the yes that I've already given. I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want to be under the influence of someone operating in witchcraft. God, help me. Shine a light on this in the name of Jesus. Amen?
Amen. Listen, if this encouraged you, would you share it with someone? Hit the copy link button, send it in a text, or post it to your Instagram. Tag me in the story. I want to repost everything. Make sure you rate and review the podcast. It helps us get more traction and reach more people. Um, if you're looking for other ways to to overcome fear and shame and all that stuff, I wrote a book. It's a nine-week devotional. It's only $10 on Amazon. It's called I Will Always Overcome. Or you can go to my website, and the link to Amazon is right on there. Just go to shanewinnings.com. You'll see it. If you're looking for a great Bible college, it's accredited. They have a bachelor's, master's, PhD programs. Check out Faith International University at faithiu.edu. Just click request information, and my friend, who's the dean of students and vice president of the school, will respond to you. His name is Dr. John Wheeler. He is incredible. And uh, just tell him you got here through me or through my podcast. And uh, we're, we're really good friends, so that'll just bless him. Also, if you want to follow for more content, you can follow me on YouTube, search for my name, or on Instagram at shane.winnings. And finally, let's pray for healing. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for this person. I thank you that you love them. You know them. You care about them. You see them where they're at. And you paid the price for them to be healed on the cross. And so in the name of Jesus and by the power of the blood of Jesus, I command every sickness to leave, every bit of pain to go, every limitation to be gone right now in the name of Jesus. Body be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow.